2: Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Howell and Jamie here with the Boxer Pod on tonight's so podcast. Um, with so much stuff, but especially massive amounts of jet lag from me. I'll be making less sense than I normally do because I've been to exciting places and seen exciting things. And now I'm back with this bunch. <laughs> we've got Jamie on as usual and we've got Mel oh. joining us from Kansas City. Is it Kansas City. Uh, No, Mm. it's near Kansas City. Okay, all right. Um, I've been to a a beautiful American city, uh, Hermosa Beach, which I believe is a city in itself. I'm not sure. I think it calls itself a city. Um, But it's certainly LA. But not the smoggy LA that I've uh, experienced before. A beautiful Californian beach like you've seen on TV your entire life. The Baywatch Beach. Chuck was filmed there. So many... Other things, and uh, including what we're going to discuss tonight, which is the um, Gilmore Girls, chosen by Mel. Yes. Watched by me and Jamie, and maybe some other podcast uh, guests, uh, some other box set pod stars as well as we go along. But, Mel, have you ever been to Hermosa Beach?
0: I have.
2: Oh, how nice. It's gorgeous. Isn't it? I mean, yes. I take back everything I said about LA because, like, there was no smog. <laughs> yeah it's just a, it's a beautiful beach and then you yes. look back from the sea and you can see where all like the designers of hollywood get influenced by uh mm. in terms of sci-fi and futuristic films because i mean la is a massive dump of a town it's like <laughs> you've got this beautiful beach coastline and then behind it as far as the eye can see it's like industrial zone with big power plants up and down the um, the coast, one of which some Chuck has filmed at, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, you really see the attraction of LA when you go somewhere like that. And if I had twelve million dollars, I would buy myself a small condo on that beach.
3: <laughs>
0: you think that would do it? You think that's enough?
2: I think it, I think it is. Yeah, I was having a look when I was there. But this is like you know when you go in Hollister, Jamie, and you have like the the boarded floors and the smell of. A vanilla in the air mm. um, that's what it's like it's like um, the hotel we stayed at right on the beach with all you know uh, wooden walls and um, it's just be- really really beautiful place that you, re- you realise that like all the things you've ever watched that are based in California that this is the place they were all based at you've come to you know you're not in Hollister you're in the place that Hollister designed itself to look like and it's um it's a it's a new new jewel that I'm looking forward to going back to. I think.
4: Is that the uh, Sunset Beach was set
2: yeah. there, is it?
4: Yeah. Have you just yeah. been googling it? Yeah, because well, and I've been googling Sunset. Sunset Beach mm. TV show? Which what was? It was the, like a soap opera in the nineties. Um, mm. It was it was awful, but uh, it looked gorgeous when it was filmed. Mm. I always remember looking at the filming of it and thinking,
5: wow. Yeah. That looks great.
2: Yeah, yeah. And Baywatch just down the way from there um, on Venice Beach, a bit further down. There's just like a massive list of things that have been filmed there that you've seen all your life and you you find yourself there. It's great. Mel um, was in a place just down the coast from there by about an hour, which is San Diego at Comic-Con. How was Comic-Con, Mel?
0: It was fantastic. This was my ninth year. Wow. One of, one of my best, I wow. have to say.
2: Um, How many sexy people are walking around in spandex? That's what I want to know.
0: um, Sexy people or people?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, people. A lot. Uh, What percentage Um, of those people are the ones seen in photos as sexy superheroes?
0: I... You know, honestly, I'm trying to think this year there wasn't quite as much spandex.
2: Wow. Really? Yeah, no, that I'm thinking Ooh. about it. There
0: wasn't because it was a lot more. I mean, there were a lot of Ghostbusters cosplay, mm. uh, new Ghostbusters. One of my friends actually has been all over in the, you know, those galleries featuring cosplayers, and she's kind of freaking out about it. The director <laughs> of the movie even retweeted her photo and said they nailed it. Wow. Yeah, she her hand was shaking when she showed me that on her phone. It <laughs> was
2: really
0: cute. Um, but, yeah, so there was a lot of Ghostbusters and Game of Thrones and, you know, things where you're actually pretty covered up.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Good, good. And yeah. um, was there much debate about, like, before Ghostbusters was released, apparently, um, the male chauvinists of the world destroyed yeah. it? Like. Didn't um, Flickster and places had to shut down their, their algorithm measuring because people were reviewing the film before they'd even watched it. Just angry oh, yeah. men saying, How Ridiculous. dare they make a Ghostbusters with women? How does yeah. this
4: still Th- exist? There's, mm, there's <laughs> been some horrible, horrible abuse, uh, especially thrown at one of the, uh, the black actresses in the, in the, mm-hmm. the new film. Jones, Sexist yeah. Yeah. And Jones. racist. And on Twitter, she sort of posted some of the things that she'd been sent. And it was like, oh, my God, it is horrendous. Mm-hmm. It's like and so finally Twitter have stepped in and closed some of these just offensive, racist and really, like, uh, threatening accounts. And you just think Twitter need to take a bigger stance. And yeah. Really do more because, like, you can't you should be allowed to just get away with that. Yeah, I mean you get horrible. shut
0: down for showing a nipple but call somebody a racist slur and we're not going to do anything. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Do you
2: get shut down for pornographic images on Twitter? Mhm.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, well, because I was about to make the alternative argument, I I would I quite like the idea that people can be exposed as douchebags. Um, so I'm not I'm not against in theory the complete liberalization of things like that but if, you, yeah. if you've got one rule for nipples and another for yeah. dickheads then
4: <laughs> and i think also like you gotta remember from a person who from a celebrity who's like got you know a lot of exposure and millions maybe of followers to just get like a barrage of like hundreds of thousands of racist posts sent to you at once mm-hmm. as much as you must try and ignore it like i was trying to think well can't you turn away from it? but you, some of the things that were sent to her you just can't you can't just brush aside as like just the the idiots of the world because it's so horrible and uh i'm glad that she made a stand good on her it's a shame though that the film's not very good uh, oh no I watch it oh no and it, it, i watched it with Laura, my wife and my wife liked it she thought it was really good right but i didn't laugh like more than maybe twice in the whole film and, really and and the, and the thing is cuz it's a reimagining of the the original ghostbusters film it's not like it's a it's a sequel mm. it's a reimagining of it
2: wow have um, you watched it mel
0: i have not i i don't think i've actually seen the original ghostbusters in its entirety really what oh, i don't think wow. i have i think i've seen bits and pieces Wow. Over the years, but I don't know that I've ever actually sat down and watched the whole thing. It's not really my genre. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, But, Jamie, was it... You see, I had this out with my wife. I am not defending in any way abuse that is sexist or racist. (laughs) Right? I am not. Mm -hmm. Um, What I said was um, that when Hollywood makes remakes something and it's and it seems like Hollywood the the banker's decision like Mm -hmm. the banker goes we'll remake this and we'll do it in a token way that would be an awful thing and to do that if you did that with anything that people hold dear from E.T. to (laughs) anything Mm -hmm. that would be a bad decision if they're doing it because it's a cash cow then then um we should dislike that Hang on a minute, Adam's joining us. Welcome to um, Adam, the, uh, the internet department to the podcast.
1: Hi, I, I don't really deserve that title, do I?
2: No, not really, not at the moment.
1: i be honest, I haven't done much in a while. Uh,
2: well, we're just talking about Ghostbusters, and I was saying that uh, racist and sexist abuse uh, given towards the cast is a very bad thing. Uh, but... But that, right? I yes. hope that they. Didn't. <laughs> I'm always really that <laughs>
3: lesson.
2: <laughs> well, I, I just, I just hope that if it, you're going to get like, if you provoke a reaction f- from humanity over something that's very dear to them, you will get horrific abuse from the worst types of people, right? Everyone will complain. Oh, yeah. Some smart people will complain smartly about it, and some douchebags will say horrible douchebag things. There is a further question beyond that, which is. Was Ghostbusters remade for the money, uh, purely for the money? And uh, it, it, Jamie, what do you think to that? I
4: don't know. I don't know. Should they it, have I messed mean, with some, it is what I'm they sh- well, they shouldn't have done it because, unfortunately, you can't help comparing it to that film, yeah. and it's nowhere near as good. Like that's, I, I thought if they did a sequel. It might be something more interesting, but because they're sort of referring back constantly to the original film, like there's so many references, you keep thinking I'd rather be watching that film. And mm. it's got great people involved, like Paul Feig is a great director. I really like Bridesmaids. I really like Heat. I really like Spy. Um, and then he's also one of the writers was katie Dippold, who's wrote parks and Rec mm. episodes and so there's talented people and then kirsten wigg and melissa mccarthy are brilliant mm. but like they're, they're just given that there's just no funny in the there's it's not funny at all and really? maybe there are little bits of funny maybe i'm a bit harsh there was some odd funny bits but when you're looking at it from a ghostbuster world you can't help but say this is not very good mm. and I, mean, I, I don't think i've seen it but
1: is is a lot of the snark not from people like us who are purely of that that era for so like, well yeah you might be ghostbusters, right ghostbusters is sacrosanct so we, yeah. we never we never, we never stood a chance with us as a, as a subject
4: exactly because Lauren doesn't doesn't really care about the original girls, in fact, I'm not even sure oh, if she's seen her. it. <laughs> and she loved it. She was like, "Oh, I thought that was really good. That, right. I really enjoyed it." That's probably, probably the most relevant
1: opinion here. <laughs> <laughs>
4: probably, yeah, but, but 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 maybe you should. But shouldn't you go into this film having watched the other Ghostbusters films? I think you should always no. go in there well you. I like the idea of watching no, I mean,
2: It would be yeah, nice if it worked pull... for both audiences <laughs> that, it would have been nice if they could have pulled that off but I don't think you have to have done any particular no, think... research before watching yeah, yeah, if
1: there <laughs> are... well, I, I think it should If there were 30 year olds who weren't born when the original came out it's time for that for that brand to be rebooted and for us just to Stop get over that. ourselves But you know, but you know what?
4: Ghostbusters the original Ghostbusters film, it's not like the Goonies. It's not like a Mm. film where you watch the time and you love and you watch it again and you go, Mm. Still love it, but I know it's a bit shit. Mm. Ghostbusters is a film, if you watch it now, it's a brilliant comedy. And there's no doubt about that. That is a fact. No nostalgia. it, it's probably that. funny
1: it probably seems funnier now than when you watched it as a kid and it was just a, yeah. an action film with scary bits in it you know goes exactly, time. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it's
2: scary isn't it yeah it because, does feel like the train started to leave the station with the original cast members on it and everything and then bill murray pulled out and and this is where it eventually got to where they went do you know what let's do a completely different thing with it and and that's interesting but um It argues against itself almost, Adam, because if the original didn't exist, this film couldn't be there, could it? Do you know what I mean? You don't have to have watched the original, but it sounds to me like what they've done is had fun by... um Mimicking slightly and by by playing. Oh, there's lots with the, of references. Yeah, playing with the idea. And right.
4: there's lots, there's lots of cameos as well from the original cast, and even all the cameos are rubbish as well. Like they've mm. given Bill Murray a cameo that's not that good, and Dan Aykroyd mm. shows up, and it's just like they aren't even good cameos. Like they could have given them good cameos, and it's just uh, everything doesn't quite work.
1: Oh well, wow. nearly works. I, I'm still happy to take Lauren's opinion on that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Mel, uh, but, you really need to watch the original Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How old are you, Mel?
0: Um, old enough not to want to tell you how old I am.
2: Okay, okay, so she's <laughs> 37? 33. 32, so I'm going to
1: 32. Who was closest? I think Mel's younger than me.
0: <laughs> I might be the oldest person here.
2: Wow. Yep. Mel's 55.
0: <laughs> no, wow. no, I'm 41. Are you? Oh I
2: am. no Shit. way, Mel! If you'd have told me you were twenty-eight,
4: I'd have believed it.
0: Well, thanks. When you've yeah.
4: got such a vibrant, you've got such a vibrant, youthful
2: voice, Mel. Mm. You know why? Because you watched the Gilmore why? Girls on loop.
0: Because I don't have any children. Sorry, yeah, Jamie.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, <laughs> they,
1: they will suck it right out of you. Yeah.
2: Do you feel the pressure to have children, Mel?
0: I did, but people. Um, soon learn to quit asking
2: me that question. <laughs> yeah, move on, Howell. <laughs>
0: no, no, I mean, it's not... Yeah. Um, the reason I, I, I ask I got, is because... get a lot of pressure, you know, I did get a lot of pressure, but yes. people in my life now know that I'm serious when I say I really don't feel the need to have children. I it's have 12 just... nieces and nephews, the gene pool is fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, Sarah, Sarah and I are constantly uh, asked and you know, at least twice a day, someone goes. Well, that'll change when you get children. And um, <laughs> now that we're married, and it's two years on, and we're starting to go. oh Jesus! What is life all about? What's the point in being here? What's the point in working every day? And then what? Going on holiday every six months is that it? Is the point holiday? And then look at these two chumps joining us now. One of which has got uh, how many children? You got Adam? Two children.
1: <laughs> just, just still one. <laughs> It's you that's it's got you the know. one. <laughs> it's Ben that's got it's, it's the two. It's me that's got the one. You've you see, that's one. the thing. People without children, like, it's... I remember saying this to a friend ages ago who has a kid. He's got, uh, like, a six-year-old boy. And I remember I met him, and he... I met him at Christmas, and he was due to have his first child in April that, that following Ooh. year. And I remember thinking, like, I was halfway through an evening in public and I thought... What a really nice guy he is. It's a shame he's dead to me in four months. <laughs> like, that's it. But if you have kids, and if you don't have kids, and your friends get kids, they just drop off the world, and that's it. They've already dropped. Uh, off. And it's Everyone's... only once you're on the other side, you think, you know, you got to keep throwing those, keep throwing those life belts out to the the <laughs> poor people with children. Solidarity. We will come round and see you at least once a year when no, your child is born, that's Jamie. The,
2: that's what you guys think. <laughs> you think Jamie's left. House, the house never been to my house. You think Jamie's left house to meet anybody in the last six months no, God, no, no. Jamie's actually years, a special case six years say the truth I, I was looking forward to using the child
4: as an excuse not to go anywhere yeah <laughs>
2: well, you've already got every excuse what, what have you been
1: using so far <laughs>
4: <laughs> this, this is a very valid point. Maybe I don't this. Know how to answer
1: it. Maybe the birth of the this The child's child. going to reverse it. You're going to become yeah. a social butterfly now. Nah.
2: Yeah, suddenly Jamie's yeah. going to want to leave the house all the time. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't have like any DVDs. No, I'm not going to box it. So I'm going to go out and live.
2: I don't know if Mel's found this, but that is the other problem, is that everybody either get pairs off and gets busy or they have children and get even even more busy, and then you find yourself like in in just... Just boredomville really and you go oh wouldn't i do you know what i'd like to do i'd like to live on a beach Mm -hmm. and like the gilmore girls go and sit and have coffee at 10 o'clock at night because Mm -hmm. i've got nothing else to do with my life that would be good and talk
1: 20
0: miles an hour 20 miles a minute you want to be kept up
1: at night then children really is a way to go for it really
0: how i mean
1: yeah yeah true
0: Yeah, (laughs) if you want to be drinking coffee at 10 p.m., I think kids are in your future.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's move on from that subject and (laughs) on to... Jamie, have you got any news to deliver to us? I
4: can do some quick bits. Just uh, the new Sherlock trailer, it was obviously premiered at Mm Comic-Con. I'm sure you were there for that, Mel. I was, And it looked enticingly dark Mm -hmm. and obviously hinted at the potential return of Moriarty as well. What did you think of the trailer, Mel?
0: I'm glad they showed it twice because the first time I was just so giddy to be seeing New Sherlock that I didn't really comprehend what I was seeing. Um, But it does. Yeah, it looks really dark. It looks like we're going to be seeing consequences. It looks like we're maybe beyond the fan service of a couple of the episodes. And we're back into the meaty nitty gritty.
4: Yeah, I do hope so because it it did feel a little bit like it was becoming just a, you know, a draw, just a, a story about a relationship between yeah. two men.
2: Boring, boring. Um, I haven't watched it so since let's... season one. No, I have, um, but I haven't watched yeah, the last you... the last one. The Bride. Oh. Yeah, don't watch you, You'd hate. Is you'll Chris, hate the Christmas special
0: one. or the last foul. Yeah.
2: I think the Christmas special. Uh, oh,
0: it's really good.
2: Is it? Is it's it? really it's God.
0: it's kind of twisted.
2: I so. want
4: cases. I, I want I want to follow a case. Well, I wouldn't watch that one then. I mean,
3: yeah. <laughs> well,
4: in other news, <laughs> do you want to mention um, on Netflix? the last couple of weeks, Stranger Things was released. Has anyone, have you watched Stranger Things? Yes.
2: There's been a a hive of chatter in the box set community Mm. about this.
4: Oh, my word. Guys, it's it's really good. It's bloody brilliant. It's only eight episodes. It's like, it could easily come across as like a a gimmicky homage to like 80s cinema because it's very influenced by you know spielberg and Mm -hmm. carpenter films and and uh, ridley scott's the alien stuff like that it's got a lot of 80s influences but it's really compelling brilliant uh just just brilliant like supernatural thriller Mm -hmm. and you've got to watch it i couldn't recommend it highly enough uh the good news is that they're going to do a season two uh executive producer and director sean levy as um has confirmed that. And also I've added a video onto there that shows all the references made to seventies and eighties movies in the show. If you, once you've watched it, check that out and you can see what films that it was playing on. Cause you do find yourself watching the, the, the show and, and and going, Oh, what's this from? I can I can I can tell this is from another film. It's really well done. The Goonies is referenced. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of stuff. It's really it's it's a really good show. It could have been a bit of a gimmick, but it's just it's really well done have we have got, got to watch it. Have we got a plan for next week at the moment? No, we could do Stranger Things. Yeah, yes, we should okay. definitely do that because if you two both haven't watched it, no, I, 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 yeah, we'll do no, that. Thought, this, yeah. Is, yeah, okay. this is yeah, this is
0: yeah. Set, set, about set about aside, it. set aside eight hours, guys. Okay, just 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 mark it off your calendar because you're not going to be able to watch just the first episode. Okay,
2: Stranger Things next week. Mm-hmm. Our work experience boy Jack is this week lying on a beach somewhere. Um Let's uh, let's catch up with him, see if he's watched the Gilmore Girls and then whether he has well, or hasn't Wait, we'll wait, discuss wait.
1: It. Can, yeah. can Jamie do a jingle for Jack's travel updates?
2: Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: Come <laughs> this oh, is a new okay. feature for us. Okay, jingle time, here we go.
2: Off the top of
4: the head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Ba da da ba da da Time for Jack's time. Traveling around the world comments from Jack, Jackie Boardman
2: uh, well,
4: <laughs> there was no mention of City Ducks so. it, wasn't,
2: it wasn't your best jingle that you've ever yeah, done no. I, I, I was I tell
4: to tell you the truth you know I, I just, sometimes I need a, a good five hours in the studio before uh, I knock my uh, our efforts out so you know it happens sometimes yeah. the magic happens sometimes
2: the magic doesn't happen. Yeah, well, it was fairly magical. Let's. Uh, <laughs> it was Harry Potter one. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's
4: a real insult, Jesus! I just Christ. got
0: the. I just got the play. I just, today.
4: Did,
2: oh, did you?
0: Did you? I'm you hiding it? it from myself because I'm on deadline, so I cannot uh, read it yet. Uh,
2: that's exciting. Um, <laughs> I saw that on sale in America. I almost bought it. Um, OK, well, Jack was trying to get us, and now I'm trying to get Jack. Hello? Oh, here he is. No.
5: Jack's oh. here. Oh. Hey. Greetings from Croatia.
2: G- greetings from Croatia. Where are you, Jack? Croatia, um,
5: generally? Uh, I'm, in, in... I'm in Zidar in Croatia, just on the coast. Oh.
2: Zidar. Okay.
5: Anywhere, near, anywhere near a place called
4: Revenge?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: No, no, I'm uh, not. Okay. Zadar and Revenge. Where do you get Revenge from, Jamie? That's
4: where I've been to Revenge. It's on the coast as well. Uh, I went to a gay bar there.
2: Excellent. <laughs> okay. um Well, that's another story for another time. Jack,
5: are you on the beach right now? uh Well, I didn't actually realise when I told you that I was going to be on a beach that. Mm. You don't know what beaches are in Croatia because they've, uh, they've pavemented all of the sand and now it's all cobbles by the beach. Yeah, they're, where they're the beach rubbish be. beaches. <laughs> really? Yeah, really? No, no joke. They've cobbled the beach? Yeah, so one moment you're walking on cobbles and the next moment you're in the sea. There's no in-between. Oh, that's horrible. But, Madness.
1: Have I mean, they actually cobbled it or is it just a pebble beach? They're no, like genuinely. They've, they've put down cobbles. Gone there.
5: Yeah, yeah, they've gone there with like a cement mixer and genuinely got rid of the sand.
1: Wow.
2: Well, it solves the sand issue, I suppose. <laughs>
1: sand <laughs> <That> is, is. <laughs> one of the worst elements of beaches, actually, isn't it?
5: <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is. Thought it, that it's uncomfortable to sunbathe on, though. So, what can I you would s- imagine? Are you, what can you see, Are you in the hotel room now? Uh, Well, yeah, we're in the apartment room. I'm just looking out over a a busy, busy street in Croatia full of tourists and shoppers.
2: Nice. Um, No ducks? No ducks. No ducks. A shame. And have you watched the Gilmore Girls?
5: Nope, not watch the Gilmore Girls.
2: Brilliant. I'm so that's Adam and Jack, two that did turn up, both completely useless. This is competing as one of the least focused podcasts that we've done in a long time, and that's quite a competition. Jack, have you got
5: anything useful to add to the uh, to add to the discussion? Well, I did up until about fifteen minutes ago. Um, Why? All week I've been getting really, really angry at Jamie because of the Bob's Burgers being second in the list of the top 10 things of 2016 because I thought that I'd watched it it turns out I haven't watched *Bobs Burgers*. I've watched Border Town instead on <laughs> ITV2 so all week I've been saying just absolutely livid that it's number two and now I've realised that I've not even watched the damn thing and I'm just annoyed about nothing and it's Border Town
4: well, so were you livid because you think if it, wasn't it number should one. be
5: one. yeah I was livid because Border town's just rubbish it's got 4.8 on IMDb, and it's just a load of garbage. Oh, All right. Well. What, what even is it?
2: It's the new one from the is Family it? Guy makers, and it's um, it's set in... Uh, it was kind of a, a, a border town Got And um, there's one house by quite a uh, right-wing racist family man, and next door is the Mexican family including illegal immigrants and it's how they get on with each other i watched the first episode on the plane flying over to america i quite enjoyed Uh. it i thought it was quite good jack oh god
5: all week is it a documentary in my head
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's very like family guy you can imagine family guy doing that situation can't you it's it's exactly what you'd imagine really
5: all week i just thought i'd lost Complete respect for Jamie and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you'd imagined the wrong programme. I mean, the yeah.
2: town doesn't even sound like Bob's Burgers. Well, but... I just knew it began with a B. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> good investigative work there,
1: Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said was 15 minutes before... He thought it that been that was it, a new it, series it, of Blackadder. Oh, come on, here! <laughs> yeah, was, and there was, was a wild Tuesday
2: it. when he thought it was Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Well, Jack, that, but you used the phrase "complete respect for Jamie," which suggests that you actually had complete yeah. respect for Jamie. Yeah,
5: <laughs> should we say goodbye to Jack? Yeah, you can't. I'm going to go and drink some Croatian beer. I think that's a good. Okay, idea. all right, Jack. Well, you yeah. hang yourself up and I say goodbye.
1: Um, Adam, should we say goodbye to you as well? I've just remembered my Croatia story. Oh. I went to Croatia once <laughs> and walked on onto the set of Game of Thrones season two. It would have been. Oh, been oh that's yeah, a good story. In. Why didn't you leave? It
0: yeah, then?
1: yeah, I should have done. My content is all messed up. Oh. Yeah, they were filming it in Dubrovnik. Uh, I think it's uh, was it King's Landing that's just basically Dubrovnik old town. Really? Uh, last time yeah. we were there. Oh. Yeah. Um, good. That's good how stuff exciting. to know. Yeah, yeah. and oh. they had it. Uh, They had, in the village we were staying in, they just had sort of little uh, notice boards with Game of Thrones logos on them, and it just said had to pull off a little number if you wanted to go and be an extra.
2: Wow. Uh, Adam
1: has just it
2: entirely useful when we didn't expect he would be because that's a good story Ooh. and it's reminded me of something that i've forgotten to say so we'll get on to gilmore girls in just just less than 120 <laughs> seconds <Never laughs> going
1: to get to gilmore girls. less than
2: 120 <laughs> seconds i promise. I feel like we shouldn't now i feel like we should you know, just the, get on the to ironic
0: girls. thing is that this conversation could have been in gilmore
2: girls but, and it would have
0: fit perfectly
2: there you go <laughs> i made a recording especially for this box set pod in las vegas Why? Because something significant is happening in Las Vegas. Let me play it for you. Welcome to the Box Hut Pod in Vegas. Um, Just walking through the Golden Nugget Casino. On my left is Gremlins, the gambling machine. Uh, Further down on my left is House of Cards, the gambling machine. Uh, What else we got? The Walking Dead gambling machine on my right. Ghostbusters on my right. Orange is the New Black, right next to the Hangover movie trilogy gambling machines. Orange is the New Black has got a branded gambling machine in Vegas. And there are more. Wonder Woman is over there. Batman and Robin. All right. Let's put that stretching it. What's that one over there with. um, What's her name on? Uh, Oh, it's just the Wheel of Fortune. Still, the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, my God. There you go. And that is a live. What? One minute walkthrough of what we can see just here. So. That that was much less interesting.
1: You get on trustedvegas.com. (laughs)
2: How is that not interesting to the box set pod? Compared to Adam's story, that was heinous. Hang (laughs) on a minute.
4: Hang on a minute. That Vegas was just you listing a bunch of gambling machines. Yes, but
1: they're all box yeah, sets. You, you could have been in a certain. No, two of them were box sets. At um, most. Excuse me. Do you want the to listen to it well again? The rest of them well established. Oh God, no, no, don't do that to us or all the listeners we have left. Do they get
2: <laughs> Game of Thrones. Right, has got. a... am not sure if I mentioned that Game of Thrones. Yeah, you didn't say Game of Thrones. Walking Dead. You said House of Cards House of and cards. The Walking Dead. Orange is the, the rest... New Black. Are you not amazed? Oh, okay. The orange is the new black oh, has has sponsored or it what, has a gambling
1: machine in Vegas. What, what was on the reels? What like what did you win? Did, <laughs> as, was it still like you had to get like three bells or was it like three shivs exactly. and, and disguised as a tampon? It's that kind <laughs> of stuff <laughs> what, you've but won.
2: These things are like huge. <laughs> (laughs) complex computer game things. They're not like little spinning sevens. They're massive million-dollar undertakings, each machine. And the significance is that, uh, you know, having gone to Vegas for years, right now the the whole of Vegas is awash with box-set-themed gambling machines. Yeah,
4: but maybe you just need to say that in a one sentence line rather than go into a live report from you <laughs> in a casino. <laughs> that's, that's showing. that's It's relevant because it's breaking showing
2: that
0: breaking news. They've added a Game of Thrones machine. There are and so now many in your of them program. there
1: are so many of them that if live you go to say that the live, live, franchise is being franchised.
2: No <laughs> Doing a live walkthrough I thought would illustrate how, how many there are of them it 's not if I just went, oh, in Vegas, I saw these six gambling machines, well, well, Vegas is massive that 's just one minute walk through one casino that 's how many I saw right, and there 's shed loads more, so these programs are licensing they 're selling the license of their stuff as gambling machines. You could probably fund at least three episodes of a new series using purely mm. the proceeds from that gambling machine this is why i think that it's would relevant.
1: Actually be cool yeah. well this is why
2: i think it's relevant and where do we stand on that does orange is the new black what look, what looks like quite a socially conscious show um uh, has no problem with with turning itself into a gambling machine and Tyrion Lannister has done all the voices. You know the dude who was his name, Peter Dinklage, uh, has done has recorded loads of uh, liners with his voice on the Game of Thrones machine. Going, welcome! I see you've turned up to play. Uh, and and you know if you get a bonus feature, it's like you're going to see Daenerys. And it's like the actors are are paid to do this stuff. They're paid. I, I
1: actually think listening to you play that game would have been a better like. Oh, yeah. I mean, can we move on from? Because I want to the- hear that licensed material. Let's want to hear the journey of that. From the recording, Go back to Vegas. let's
2: move on from critiquing the recording to what <laughs> the recording was trying to show. This is this is a podcast all about critiquing
1: media uh, content,
4: isn't it? I will tell you, after the first episode of that recording, Howell, I will not be watching the remaining <laughs> that episodes. Was, that was a poor pilot.
2: But yeah. If anybody thinks if anybody else is remotely surprised that Vegas is covered with box sets as gambling machines, as computer games that make lots of money out of people, then email me, studio at the box com. How is no one surprised by this?
0: How are you surprised?
2: <laughs> because game shows are picked. Deal or no deal, I get it. Wheel of Fortune, I get it. Orange is the new black and House of Cards. Oh? I
0: have a picture of the Lord of the Rings gambling machine with my Harry Potter figurine standing on it.
2: Even Lord of the Rings is slightly understandable, airport. but we're talking Netflix Lord only. of the Rings
0: is understandable?
2: Well, it, that's that's a massive movie, right? I know Netflix is big, but this is Netflix-only produced stuff, right? This is Orange is the New it? Black, House of Cards.
3: Uh-huh. This- yeah,
2: those
1: two are surprising i suppose yeah
2: would you you not i don't i wouldn't expect them to have made that crossed that bridge into into gambling land you know
3: oh
0: they're looking all forms of revenue all streams yeah Yeah, well this is america they're on par with hbo now
2: but if i told you there was a website if kevin spacey popped up on a tv advert and said win win uh win up to eighty thousand pounds by playing house of cards Vegas.com and it's a gambling site you'd think what the fuck are you doing
0: no 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 yeah, that
1: would be creepy
0: okay. I mean I, you- I would just I'd probably smirk at it a little bit but mm. Nah, mm. I, that wouldn't be surprised
1: uh, are you guys not as it-
0: inundated with all of this stuff over there
2: Uh no no, no this would not. be very very odd if if it was announced that Doctor Who had a gambling machine and I'm sure that they've been approached by it. Well, I didn't there, see There it. must be one, though. No, well, I would have oh, seen it. I'll, yeah.
1: I'll bet there's Dr. Hugh. Yeah, that's a huge sort of license franchise one. thing. That yeah, I, I, that I, don't I don't
2: think they would. Well, I would have seen it. I would have seen <clears> it, 100%. <laughs> you you, you see them in every single one. Believe me, I spent nine days in Vegas and I lost a lot of money on things like the house of cards gambling machine so I, I'm, I'm not against the morals i'm saying other people do have morals not me but other people have morals and i don't think the bbc the, would ever uh, allow
1: that it, what i thought you were going to say earlier actually what would be interesting if that actually was like, like you said one of those machines could fund a few episodes yeah what if it was like actually like yeah. a ga- uh, like a uh, like a Kickstarter, like right. a GoFundMe yeah. machine, what a, and you oh. actually put money in. Because if you go online, you give money to a show, and it gives you back a degree of reward. You yeah. get a credit, or you get sent a mug, or if you spend however much, you get to come and spend a day on set or something like that. If they I did think that, in the sheets, that
2: a machine that said the words that, "fund me" on it would get the least. Bums
1: on its seat it, of any. If it was a firefly themed <laughs> machine, yeah, going directly honest. to Joss Whedon's bank yeah. account. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you knew you were going to spend more than you got back. You don't know but that you were going to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you've just Towards described what exists, yeah, you, you Yeah, you yeah. just but described a bit, it. I don't know, flashing.
2: Yeah, that's what's happening. That is what's happening, and I think it's absolutely fascinating that that is happening and there was absolutely zero bbc machines that did that and i think that's why this is an interesting thing because in britain the daily mail and other publications would rip apart any gambling machine with a bbc logo on it it would be oh it would be absolutely burnt It'd be burnt down um so yeah there you go new revenue stream that hasn't been there before Oh. Was
4: there a Gilmore Girls one?
2: Um, no, there wasn't. I doubt it. No,
4: yeah. no. Segway, Jamie, Not... get this back on yeah. track. Yeah, try, try my best.
2: Mel has just met Joss Whedon, by the way, at uh, Comic-Con. Yeah. She I is... just
0: thought I would share that.
2: Mel has just sent us a picture. Awesome. I can't open it right now, but um, Matt, uh, but Adam should put it on the website. Um, okay. Gilmore Girls. Oh, I can't believe I just had to sell all of that, so... Oh, right, Okay. Yeah, thanks, Howell. <laughs> <laughs>
4: if
0: we weren't just such a bunch of tossers, that would have taken like two minutes yeah,
1: massively, and we
0: would have been done.
1: Okay, there's been an ex- He's not there- going to learn. There's unless been, we teach there's, been <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's been a few funky-themed things there before, but this year there's an explosion of box set things—an <laughs> explosion—and I think that it's very interesting. Just me, Mel, Gilmore Girls. I watched the first episode today. Um, Jamie, give us the background. When was this released? What is it? What's the context? Um,
4: well, I've uh, I've watched one episode. It's uh, what it was made in two thousand. I think it started. Uh, yeah. The writer of it, creator of it, was actually the person, a uh, lady called Amy Sherman P- Palladino. Uh, is uh, originally she was one of the main writers of Roseanne um and so which you can see in the first episode it's very very funny you can see there's a lot of comedy in there and yeah it centers around uh, a single mom bringing up her daughter in a small town she seems to have rich parents but she doesn't want anything to do with the rich parents she them to help them help with bringing a daughter up and that's kind of the um, premise from what i got from the first episode
2: Mm mm-hmm so um what did you think of the first episode what what did you expect and what did you get Jamie
4: uh i'd say i got pretty much what i expected um but maybe a bit more i found it i didn't expect it to be it's funnier than i thought it would be like i think i think that it's um I thought it would be a little bit weak, sort of um, a bit like a lot of those other sort of middle-of-the-road kind of teeny drama kind of things, mm. a bit like The O.C.,
3: mm-hmm.
4: a bit like um, uh, what's the other one, Uh can't remember, a bit like Dawson's Creek. My So-Called um, Life. Yeah, something like that, um, it's so but cool. it's actually a bit funnier than I originally thought it would be and... And for, for a pilot episode, I thought it was pretty good. It's dated, obviously. It's made in 2000, so the soundtrack sounds very dated. The Lars but... kicked
2: us off with There She Goes. The Lars with There She Goes. Mm. And also ended with... Um... Oh, and Macy Gray, I Try, was in there. Very much set in the early 2000s, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, good songs, though. I mean, they both songs have stood the test of time, I will say. They made some good choices back then. Um, yeah, I I I I enjoyed it. I um, did. did will you be watching a second episode, Jamie? Uh, well, uh, yeah, like I it, I probably, yeah, I think
4: I probably will. Yeah. The thing is, like, yeah, like it's not something on that's
2: com- chuck. Yeah, like that. that kind
4: of <laughs> I think I think I'm more likely to give this a go than Chuck. And I think really, not, not Jesus. Yeah, in wow. some respects. Mm. Ah. Because I thought it was more of an of an enjoyable <laughs> little world to enter. Mm. I, and My only issue with it is I don't feel compelled to carry on.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But I feel like if I stuck with it a bit, I'd probably get into it more than I did with Chuck. Which I did give Chuck a go, by the
2: way. I no, gave didn't. it a good five episodes. No, um, let's not get on to that. Just get on with no. it. No, just get on with it. Um, Chucky's completely different from this. It's yes, it's got its own little world, but that's what I enjoyed as well. Was going uh, watching the Gilmore Girls reminded me of watching something like Northern Exposure. Um, mm-hmm. It, or go into Disney World <laughs> or or, um, or go to Martha's Vineyard, if anyone's ever been to Martha's Vineyard, where Jaws was filmed. A lot like Jaws, in fact, where, like Jamie said, there's a small world, there's a community that's very idealistic and picket fences and, you know, the town square is right next to the house and everything's three steps away and people people go past on the back of hay lorries. and uh, Like, it's... It's a world without most of reality, most of the harshness of reality in it, um, and yet, uh, despite that, I thought it was really uh, nice. Like the, the mother-daughter relationship, the the pressure between them and stuff was really well done, and it wasn't it wasn't as twee. You don't look back at it and go, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is this is bad." It was actually quite nice, and I was I was with it. I. I imagined Mel watching it. In fact, I feel like Mel's probably modeled her, her entire self and life on these people. Is that accurate? <laughs> no. Is
5: this no. the world you imagine No. I wish yourself... I lived
0: in an idyllic <laughs> small town in Connecticut with that gazebo that is perpetually decorated for the latest little festival. But um, no, I don't like coffee, so I think I mean that's a fundamental core element of both of these characters. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I've already failed.
2: Okay. Uh, Excited to see Melissa McCarthy in it. I was like, whoa. Um, Yes. I had no idea she did anything Mm -hmm. before being Melissa McCarthy, and it turns out she did. And I find her character not quite as good as it perhaps should be. It's a little bit silly in a bad way. It gets better. Yeah, yeah, I imagine it it does. But well done her for making a Hollywood career out of it, I think. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but, yeah, so it was – I think I will. It was like I, I've got severe jet lag today, nice. severe jet lag. And, and I really expected 10 minutes in that I was going to be asleep by 20 minutes. But there was enough there to keep me going. And Well,
4: I, yeah, yeah, I feel, though, like I need you, Mel, mm-hmm. to convince me to continue. Because I feel like I, I could
1: continue, but I'm going to need a little push – Okay. In the right direction here. I, I was going to say, man, this this sort of normal court setup we have with a champion for a program and some kind of testers, people trying it. Yeah, yeah. Like you two have both watched the Gilmore Girls and gone. Oh yeah, I'll carry on. I know. Mel's oh, not had to say That's a word. Well, I'm this glad you're here, Adam. This might be the best thing ever, by the sounds of it. So, well, See,
0: Adam, you you missed your chance. I yeah, think yeah. the the window is closed and
1: it, well, it's possible, it Adam. <laughs> I'm not allowed in your Gilmore gang now.
3: No, <laughs> you're not. Oh,
1: no. it's, you're it's, mean uh, girls. It is possible yeah. that that Adam
2: is 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 here at the right time then again because because <laughs> that is what I expected. I, I put it this way: having ripped iZombie zombie a new one in front of Tiernan yeah. on the last podcast and i did feel bad about that but it wouldn't have stopped me ripping gilmore girls a new one and uh, i I, re- I liked it a lot more than i zombie <laughs>
0: here's the the thing with gilmore girls i think that catches so many people off guard is that you go into it and you're expecting this you know this mother daughter drama kind of angsty how am I going to relate to this especially if you're not a mother or a daughter and it turns out to be this quite charming full of bite comedy drama
3: Mm.
0: with these really engaging and compelling main characters and then obviously this is the pilot so we're just getting to really know Rory and Lorelai but a lot of those peripheral characters that you met um, Paris um, oh wait you haven't met her yet no uh, you meet her in episode two. To be honest, um, I
2: wouldn't know the names if you said them.
0: So. Yeah, but like uh, Melissa McCarthy's character, um, the, yeah. the Frenchman who works at the inn. Yeah. Um, the, the, a lot of these other characters, Lorelei's parents, uh, Rory's grandparents, they get really, really fleshed out as the series goes on. And that's one of the remarkable things about the series is that even these really peripheral characters end up with backstories and their own quirks and they just all come together to, to create this ensemble that is quite fun to watch
2: yeah um, I think that it's very middle class problems I mean the, the things that they uh, you know having a mother that doesn't positively reinforce you enough um, is still quite a although it's a real problem it's still quite a I suppose a twee problem it's it, still very mainstream this book but it, I'll tell you as, what.
0: as you get into I, I know that's how they've kind of set it up here um as mm. as the series progresses you really get I mean there's some flat out fights okay. that happen at these Friday night dinners and in between yeah. um the tension between Lorelai and her mother in particular but also Lorelai and her father later on Rory and Lorelai have quite um a falling out
3: Okay. And well, I mean really... the
0: it's 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 um you know it's not just a uh, poor little rich kid.
2: Yeah. You know, I'm going to really enjoy putting it on cuz you know like I like things like the west wing and Chuck, in fact but the the west wing included they belong to such such well-drawn worlds such nice mm-hmm. worlds to get lost in. Um that this definitely goes in that for me is like a really nice yeah. uh, place to visit. I, I will warn yeah. you
0: that the, the second episode is where you actually go to Chilton and you meet that and you know the characters there in that environment, and it's a little, it's going to hit you a little more, Dawson's Creek.
2: Oh, okay. Just okay.
0: you need you need that <coughs> setup. You need to meet those characters because you,
2: you know what's nice though, uh, Dawson's Creek and, and the the teen movies and stuff, they had no space in them, you know like Northern Exposure, uh, and those. Uh, those slightly more grown up things that those 90s things before everything was completely packed with sentiment mm-hmm. emotion or, or drama uh, this really i really liked this because it wasn't like every minute there wasn't tears and it mm-hmm. it, it really was kind of the atmosphere of the place was was built and yeah, we're talking about something that I—I I think I fifty percent of my enjoyment of this was because it reminded me of things that I watched when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, but I—but but the better stuff that I watched when I was a teenager.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah I think Northern
4: Exposure is a, is quite a good, a, a really good, mm-hmm. uh, uh, sort of example of the kind of show it felt like, and and I can't fault it. Like I, I actually, other than like being a bit dated, and sometimes a bit cheesy. Oh, yeah. I really liked the, the, the first episode. It's not necessarily a show that I would at this point w- uh, get, get that into, get that interested in. But you've done a very good sell, Mel. You've yeah, done a yeah. very good sell. I mean we and... haven't even
0: gotten to the pop culture references, the fact that these are – these women eat the worst food. They are junk food addicts. Yeah, they've
2: made a thing about that. Quite
0: unapologetic about it. That's a constant throughout all seven seasons. I think that's
2: such a female thing to be of interest, though, because for me it was like these two women are in a cafe and the bartender guy is going, you really shouldn't be drinking as much coffee. It's not good for you. You shouldn't be (laughs) eating these chili fries. They're really not good for you. Uh, and I'm like, Luke, uh,
0: Luke is a, 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 you know, yeah,
2: I know he's going to be important.
0: clean foods, you know, no caffeine. Yeah, right, right, Your body is a temple, which is part of the irony. I
2: see, I see. Well, you know, it didn't bother me at all. I thought, oh, give him a break, bloody hell. But uh, I did think that it's it's uh, from a female perspective as well. Mm-hmm. I think this is a really good thing. Being in the, you know, around this time, we had Sex in the City which was mm-hmm. so, for me, just so offensively, like, oh, women should be vacuous pricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- women should be as dickish as men. And then this show is, like, two actually well-drawn, interesting female mm-hmm. characters uh, and some nasty women and some, some good women, and the majority of the parts, believe it or not, are girls.
3: Yeah.
4: Which is nice. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Like When I was watch, when I watched the first episode, I was like, oh, I was surprised that it was kind of as funny, uh, funnier than I thought it would be. And I wanted to know more than about it. And that's why it doesn't surprise me that it, the, the creator of the show was behind Roseanne, or yes, one of the Sarah. writers of Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Because it has that Roseanne, that, the humour. You can really feel like a, a, a female voice mm. with a real wit and it's really well done in that respect
2: so much softer mm-hmm. than roseanne felt but you can definitely it, yeah. feel that yeah she has got the bite it's got the soul in there of, um yeah something yeah. that's been made with the, some integrity i think um
0: wait till you see rory standing up for his, herself
2: i can't wait for that
0: yeah she she encounters <laughs> some obstacles that you probably the way i really like the way that they handle this you know her going to this elite school yeah. and obviously it's going to be full of of People who are as smart or smarter than her and, and ambitious. And the way that they set up some of the conflict there is maybe not what you would expect. Okay. So um, that's. I,
2: I'll tell you what else I noticed. A lot of the humor was very 90s in its uh, sarcasm as well. Like, there's a lot of that, that 90s American humor, which, you know, reminded me of Mel as well, actually. Oh, yeah? Um, I, yeah.
0: Is my humor stuck in the 90s? Is that what you're
2: talking about? Uh, You think so? Do you <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, think so? Uh, you need to update that?
2: Uh, yeah, I just think that you've been heavily influenced by the Gilmore Girls to a degree that you're unaware of at the moment, to the point that you're it's in possible. denial. Yeah. It's
0: possible. My mother and I watched it together every week.
2: Ah, oh, isn't that lovely? Isn't that yep. lovely? Yeah. Our I mean,
0: relationship is nothing like theirs.
2: Again, but... if if everybody who watched Sex and the City watched this instead, I would be very happy with the world, yeah. I think. Um, anyway.
0: counterpoint.
2: So thanks, Mel. That was a good one. Good one, Gilmore Girls. I'm so
0: pleased to find out that you guys enjoyed it. I yeah. was expecting you to be like, yeah, I couldn't relate. I didn't.
2: Take a listen uh, to iZombie. Have... Take a listen to iZombie with <laughs> shit and do yeah.
4: Woo. Yeah, I did feel like we were a bit brutal or nice on nice zombie. In hindsight, I didn't I look just, back and go, yeah. especially you, Howard. You went to town on him. I, mean, I even had,
2: I even had to trim a little bit out of me being cruel because it just sounded so. Yeah. Cru- I expected yeah. Tiernan being a stand-up comic that he'd be able to just take it all on the chin. And then I think it, he did, really. But, you know, well, yeah, it just I took th- a lot. I think it. Right. No, have, have, have we heard from Tiernan since? Yeah, then? I was No, no, oh. not heard from him. Oh himself. my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. So we should yeah. check yeah. on him. I think then that next week stranger things stranger things <laughs> which we should get on if you've got opinions on anything you can email them to us and that that was a meaty podcast today it's nice to be back studio at the boxsetpod.com thank you
0: thank you